0: Here we are, episode 50 of The Brian Oak Show. Thank you very much for listening and sharing and amplifying. To all of our Patreon supporters, I can't thank you enough. We start out with that song right there by the Welsh band McCluskey, who, although they reunite on the occasion, are no more. But it's weird. Somehow, you know, you'd think like, oh, Brian did 25 years in radio. He must know all the rock stars. I don't know any of the rock stars. But somehow made an online connection with the main guy behind McCluskey, then his next band, Future of the Left, and now his latest effort, Christian Fitness, which is one of the funniest band names I've ever heard in my <laughs> entire life, uh, Andy Falcus, And he is one of my very favorites. I rank him up there with Ted Leo. Guys who are smart, clever, illustrative, and also love to fucking rock. Oh, my God. I just, he confirmed that he's going to join us on the podcast next week, Sean. That's a bonus. Oh man, I I'm so excited, but also kind of nervous because I'm like, you know, the, the, like when you're around people that you really love and you really respect, you get weird, right? You're like, be cool, be cool, man, be cool, and you're you're being anything but cool. So just remind me to be cool, all right. That sounds good.
1: And I also wish somebody would be cool and put our shit back where it belongs. Well,
0: there's that. That's the problem with sharing a studio. By the way, (laughs) we are in the Smart Start MN studio at the Brian Oak Show World Headquarters here in South Minneapolis on Chicago Avenue. And it's nice to be back here. It's nice to have a reason to get out of the house. It's nice to have someone I can trust, like Sean Bernard, to not be, you know, festering with COVID uh, because we are still in deep. Deep, deep lockdown. How are you holding up? You all right?
1: I'm okay. I mean, I've, I've had to go do real estate stuff almost every single day, and so wow. I don't feel like I'm on lockdown. Oh, but I've been constantly using hand sanitizer and scrubbing my hands. Yeah, shame. It's. I, I think I'm.
0: I think I've probably done it like 16 times a day, and I'm not exaggerating. I don't think that you are, and I think that that's pretty common. I think that's the order of the day, right? Uh, Hey, before we get to today's guest, who I'm very excited to talk to because I've never seen her live, and I know her music from the internet, but I've never met her and have never seen her live, Faith Boblett is going to be joining us, Uh, City Pages, one of the pick-to-click a couple of years ago, and a very, very re- well-regarded northern Minnesota musician is going to be joining us, and we're going to hear some of her music, and she's a great, great singer-songwriter. Uh, I'm looking forward to talking to her. But before we do that, I got a... not. It wasn't a robocall. You know, those robocalls are like where it rings, and you pick up, and no one oh. says anything for five seconds, oh. and then they're like... Uh, is this is this Brian? I'm like no, he's sleeping right now. What can I do for you? Like this one was an actual person from a phone bank And I have some sympathy because before I got into radio and did it for 25 years I worked at the Clean Water Action Alliance on the phone bank. I was a manager there for many years and I I Understand that you have to call and raise money, but this guy called and said hey, we're raising money against the war on cops Now I want to make one thing very clear. I'm not a fed I won't turn anybody in, but I am very, very appreciative of the fact that there are women and men on the front lines that are protecting our rights and keeping us safe from the nastier elements of our society. I can appreciate what police do, but I asked this guy, I'm like, no, no, I'm, I'm sorry. Before you go any further, cause he asked for my daughter and I asked her and she's like, why the hell would they be calling for me? I'm like, mm-hmm. um, um, <laughs> So I decided to talk to this guy, and I'm like, now, let, let me ask you this. Who is waging this war against cops? Now, I know that there are people who are anti-authoritarian. I know sure. there are people who, you know, uh, Antifada, whatever, they they think cops are bad news. But I asked this guy, and I couldn't get an answer. And he's like, sir, I'm just calling on behalf of some police alliance something, blah, blah. I can't remember exactly <laughs> what he said. I'm like, no, no, but you need to tell me if you want my money who is waging this war against cops war on cops is what he said specifically yeah. that was actually the name I'm like, He's like look sir. I, I I I can't give you my personal opinion. I don't know for sure I'm just calling on behalf of the police alliance I'm like, So you want me to give you money against an, a war on cops? based on nothing here's my problem is Having spent six years on a phone bank if you don't know your shit you should not be picking up the phone. You are not allowed to just read off a sheet. So when I asked him, he gave me a couple of very shallow, prepared answers. I still don't know who's waging this war on cops. And I'm sorry, cops, because you know what? I'm glad you're there. I'm a homeowner. I'm a family guy. I'm, I'm glad that you're doing the right thing and keeping everything in check. I just, I needed to know if I was going to spend my hard-earned money, which I don't have very much of these days, who's waging the war on cops,
1: Sean? Yeah, you should be able to send somebody right to a link there. It's like calling somebody up and saying, we're against the people who are against alligators in your basement. Right. And it's like, can you can you show me where that's a big problem? Because I'd it, like to know. And, like, and, and I know there are people who
0: don't like cops. I get it. And I, I guess I'm not super in love with cops either, but I'm glad huh. they're there. But when someone calls up and like, we're raising money uh, against the war on cops, and I'm like, well, who's, who's waging this war? All I wanted was some basic information couldn't get anything Don't pick up and you know what? This is also the final nail in the coffin of me having a landline. I've been telling my wife for eight years We're not having a landline anymore. There's no point in having a landline. It's just a telemarketing line And we've knocked it down to dirt cheap, but still there's no need for a landline (laughs) also if you're out there waging the war on cops don't. They have a hard enough job as it is. And they still have to be out there every damn day, just like realtors like Sean Bernard. Uh, hey, just coming up, just ahead, we're going to talk to Minnesota musician Faith Boblett. But before we do, I've had a little time at home <laughs> recently, like we all have. And I've been going back through the archives, digging through my wall of CDs that is literally numbers in the thousands, and coming across some things that I would kind of forgotten about. And I have a penchant for sort of moody euro overwrought one hit wonders and calling this a hit is it really it's it's not even close to a hit but i'd forgotten just how much i love this song and recently shared it on social media i don't know anything about this band i couldn't tell you where they're from in the uk about what year did the song come out 2005 Five two 2006 okay, okay. and I've, I've got a real soft spot for British music from that era I could rattle off the top of my head a dozen bands that I love from that era but could only name one song by them and this is one of them and so guess what it's my show and we're playing this song the band is called people in Plains. Sean what's your favorite song by people in Plains?
1: I love that song uh, mama cut my hair with the bowl
0: not with the blender. I'll bet that there are two guys in this band that have that sweet mod bowl cut. <laughs> this is People in Plains. The song is called Know By Now on The Brian Oak Show. Thanks for listening to episode 50.
2: Without you, it's nothing. It's just a room with a view. And all these things that we've collected Just remind me of you
0: People in Plains know by now. Again, a British band no one's ever heard of that I fell in love with back in 2005. And I find with all this downtime, I've been going back through the collection and digging deeper. You know, I love listening to albums all the time. I'm pretty familiar with my album collection. I'd kind of forgotten about my CD collection. And I have easily 10,000 of them. That's crazy. It's stupid. And Hmm. what, what sucks is... They're not worth anything anymore, so nobody wants them (laughs) even though I'm more than willing to get rid of them I didn't digitize them and but I also I love the artifact, right? It's it's hard for me to say goodbye and let go. It is the Brian Oak Show. This is episode 50, which is mind-boggling to me that we're already 50 episodes in, and it's made possible by Smart Start MN. Smart Start is the original Ignition Interlock Company here in Minnesota. What does that mean? Let's say you or a distant relative or a brother in law or somebody in your life gets a DUI. These are people who are not going to add to your problems. They're going to help alleviate at least some of your problems. It's going to be an expensive process. You are going to go through some difficulty. But you are also going to be able to get back on the road sooner. And for cheaper than you thought possible, by doing it, they basically put a breathalyzer in your vehicle. Sean, tell me exactly the best way to benefit Smart Start MN and The Brian Oak Show at the same time.
1: Just go to SmartStartMN.com slash The Brian Oak Show. That will get you 20% off the installation of the ignition interlock so you can go back to work and take your kids to the playground
0: because right now you can't take them to school. I was going to say archery lessons, but I suppose most of those places are closed too.
1: Oh, we found out. I found out that Rebecca Slater actually took javelin lessons. Stop she posted it. it on Twitter. Yeah, she really did. Where,
0: where do you take javelin lessons? I don't know. At the javelin shop, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> They're closed right now because at, they're non-essential. But. At the Javelin Range is where you <laughs> exactly. take those lessons. Exactly. Well, and Rebecca Slater is the one who took all of our photographs for uh, BrianOakShow.com, our official website where you can go to find out everything about our sponsors, our episodes, etc., etc. Uh, made possible by Amy Stubblefield-Bartell. Um, right. and we've had a lot of people jump on board and support the Brian Oak Show, and I just want to make sure everyone knows we don't take any of that for granted. Especially, I mean, I didn't take it for granted before, and now in these weird times where no one leaves the house, and when you do, you ever see that old uh, Charlton Heston movie, Omega Man? I did not see that. Okay, well, there, there was a Will Smith did some update on it that I can't remember the oh, name of. Okay. Where he's like the last human left on Earth, except yeah. for the vampires who are around. <laughs> it, it feels a little bit like that out there, but thanks to everybody who's ever been on board to support. Thanks for the people who are willing to join us, uh, including our next guest, which we're about to get to. But before we do, I do have to men- mention that even. If you wander the streets and there's no one out there, although I live on the parkway and everybody was out there today. um, There are local businesses that will not survive this current situation without your support. And one of them is Buster's on 28th. They are located in southeast Minneapolis, right by Lake Hiawatha, right by my neck of the woods. And they provide excellent food. And they just got approval to provide you with beer and wine with your pickup.
1: I just sent one of my uncles over there yesterday because he was driving down the parkway because it was such a beautiful day. Mm -hmm. And he's like, where should I get something to eat around here? I said, you have to go to Buster's on 28th because they're a sponsor. And he's, Troy is a total food connoisseur. And so I sent him to get the Cabano. And now I got to text him and ask him how it was because I said, it's fantastic
0: there. They have, I mean, they have amazing food. They have house-made chips. They have bison burgers. I actually have a little something in my pocket here and on the way home I've been instructed to get cubanos for the whole family so I will be doing that on the way home it's a fantastic idea
1: and we're gonna draw we're gonna draw a winner today and I'll just email them I did not do that before the show okay but we're gonna draw a winner again of a 50 dollars gift card
0: from our patreon members and exactly again, there right. is a patreon account patreon.com Brian Oak show and for those of you've been supporting and like where are my live shows well we live in a weird world right now we I swear to you we will get back to live shows shows we will pay the artists and we'll have you there it's just um it's weird we're all in lockdown right now that being said let's go ahead and uh introduce today's guest Faith Boblett is a name that I have heard so many times over the last couple of years, and I feel a little bit conspicuous because I've never gone out and seen her live, but I have listened to her music extensively online. I feel like I'm familiar with not all of it. I'm not encyclopedic, but I know a lot of her catalog, and I'm extremely excited that she said yes. She'd be more than happy to be on the show. Faith, how are you?
3: I'm doing all right. How are you guys?
0: You know, like everybody, locked down, a little kooky, a little cooped up, a little a little weird. Now, Faith, where are you right now?
3: Um, I am in my kind of hometown, which is called Outing, Minnesota, kind of.
0: Okay, g- g- tell me the closest town so. that, that anyone's ever actually heard of. <laughs>
3: I feel like that totally varies, but um, Crosby-Ironton. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. Absolutely.
0: Now, that, that's all I need to, And so you said outing, like O-U-T-I-N-G? Exactly. Or there are two Ts?
3: Oh, okay. just one T.
0: So it, it is an outing, and that's your hometown. So, like, born and mm-hmm. raised?
3: Born, not, born in um, Fridley, and then we moved up here when I was, like, 11 mm-hmm. to our cabin.
0: Whoa, whoa, whoa. I was born, I, I, I'm a Coon Rapids boy, so I know all about Friendly Fridley. I had no idea oh, yeah. that was your origin. Or, as, if you'll pardon my use of the French, as some of my friends used to say when I was younger, fucking Fridley. So, um, <laughs> uh, what was the name? Uh, and part, I, again, be- only because we're allowed to, I spent 25 years on the radio not being allowed to swear, so every once in a while when I find the entree, I'm going to do it. Um, is Fridley where that giant...
3: I'm happy to join you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and by all means, do not do not deny yourself. Um, is Fridley where that giant pink monstrosity of a motel was? Or was that in Columbia Heights? Do you know what I'm talking about?
3: Oh. I don't know what you're talking okay, about. Okay, well that's so that's sorry. because
0: oh, no, no, that's because you're you know younger that? and fresher than I am. That's okay. <laughs> that's okay. So, Faith, you are a singer-songwriter, and you I am, yes. you you have been given accolades. You have been highly regarded. You grew up, and so I read your bio, and the things that I know about you are, you know, it it always says you grew up in a musical household. So sometimes that means my dad listened to a lot of Sam Cooke records. Other times it means my mom was a concert pianist. What does it mean for you that you grew up in a musical household? Explain that to me as you were growing up and how music sort of seeped into your pores.
3: So music, (laughs) it's kind of, I love this little part of my history as a human being. My parents met in a band, which I think is the cutest thing ever. Um, Yeah. And so then just kind of, they met they were together for years and then eventually got married had kids i'm the oldest of three and so music was just always a part of that a part of our lives so all
0: they met in a band but up. i i feel like i don't know any i don't know nearly enough about that we're not going to spend too much time on it but were they in a folk band were they in a symphonic death metal band what kind of band were your parents in i think
3: to be honest, I don't really even know the name, which is terrible. I'm gonna go ask as soon as we are finished with this
0: podcast. It's not <laughs> so important. I, I want to we'll know what back. kind of music they played.
3: I think it was like, just a cover band, to be honest. Like in the '80s, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, early '80s, maybe. Did they, they... Were in
0: a cover band? So did they? Did they? Were, I mean, did, were, were were rehearsals at your house? So like you're like walking around, and they're clearly. Rolling up numbers and trying to keep it away from the kids, or I, I mean, was rehearsal at your house?
3: Um, well, so my mom, what by the time we came around, my mom wasn't performing anymore, but my dad oh. was. And I don't remember if they were ha- ever had rehearsals at the house, but he was in a band called Sam I Am in the early 90s.
0: I'm and sorry, so I'm sorry, like, like the Sam I Am, like the the sort of punk rock band Sam I Am.
3: Uh, I don't know. Maybe, like Minneapolis <laughs> oh, 90s. I, I, I know.
1: I
0: you have like to interview your parents. <laughs> Maybe yeah, if, if we, I'll if if grab we them, could get, if if we get one of your them, parents so. on the phone. <laughs> no, because there was a Sam I Am from Berkeley, California, who were a, a pop punk band that were very popular. Well, okay, again. I overstate. <laughs> Very popular, being a strong, strong use of the word. But there was a Sam I Am from Berkeley, California, from the late '80s through the '90s that were a really pretty influential pop punk band. We're not talking about the same band, are we?
3: We're not. No, okay, they were right. Minneapolis based. Got it. So all right, never, all right. never out of Cali. All right.
0: right. So you are in um, uh, northern Minnesota right now, and you are on lockdown. Yeah. What is that like for you? Like, I mean, I know that you, you know, you're enjoying sort of a, a, you know, an appreciation of the songs you write, of the things you do. And now you're not allowed to go anywhere and perform. And that this whole series we're doing on the Brian Oak show is called checking in. What's it like for you to not be able to do that? Are you expressing yourself online? Are you just sitting at home and staring at the ceiling? What, what are your days like?
3: I'm doing a little bit of both. I think that there have been some good takeaways from all this and I feel I, I know that I'm coming from a place of like privilege saying that that I do have this ability to spend time up here with my family um, but I've I've been doing some writing and I've been I'm also a student I'm in my last semester of dental hygiene school so that's all up in the air as well so it kind of just feels like We're all on hold, and I'm just trying to enjoy this time that I probably never, ever, ever would have gotten with my parents, you know, in my late 20s to be able to just, like, spend time with them. So,
0: Agreed. And now now seems like a terrible time, although I appreciate you, uh, you know, diving into a new endeavor, but now does seem like a bad time to be sticking both your hands into a stranger's mouth. Um, Oh,
3: yes. Absolutely.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Hey, one quick question before we hear this first song, we're going to hear from you. Faith Boblett is our guest. Um, You have a tattoo on your right forearm. Uh, At least I think it's your right forearm based on the picture I see at your website. And it looks like a series of lakes. What is that tattoo?
3: It actually, it's a lake. It's the lake I grew up on and the lake that is just like outside the window from me right now, which is called Lake Washburn. Okay. So that, yeah, that's I got it just because that's kind of where where I grew up and where home always will be, whether or not the the house stays in the family. I just feel like it's where I became who I am, which sounds really
0: cheesy, but. No, it doesn't sound (laughs) cheesy. Look, I grew up in Coon Rapids and I hate so many things about Coon Rapids, but I'll never run from the fact that that's who I am and that's where I'm from. And I don't, I don't think you're allowed to, right? I mean, like that informs you, that is part of who you are. And I love that you've committed to that and, and put it on your body indefinitely. We're going to go into a song of yours called Ugly Things. I want you to tell me about it before we hear it.
3: So this is the the first single off of my album that I am still planning on releasing at some point in the next few months here. Um, And this is like my, the realest breakup album of my whole life that I've, I feel like it's my, like, jagged
0: little pill, kind of. So. really? Okay, well, and here's the deal. I don't, I don't really like to dig into people's personal lives, so I don't want to ask you to share any more of that story than you feel like, but I know that breakup records, because I have a few musician friends who've written very real and very stark <laughs> ones, uh, that's, a, that's a raw process. So without g- exposing too many details, I mean, how do you find the strength to write a proper awful breakup album?
3: I think it comes from pure rage.
0: (laughs) (laughs) My dear friend, Mary Lucia, once said, uh, I asked her why she was so mad about something. I forget what it was even about. This was many years ago. And she's like, my rage keeps me warm at night. Yes. Yes, seriously. But I mean, like, but also as an artist, this helps you, you know, we all, all of us have been through a terrible awful breakup right and it, it's it yeah. been a long time for me but you know as an artist it, it's got to be very cathartic even if it's terrible to write songs like this
3: yes and i think it it like helps the process of like moving on and just like getting it out and and then you you have something to look at and be like yeah or maybe not look at but listen to or play and you're like yeah that was a time in my life and it was fucking terrible but now here we are and i have this music that I'm proud of to, to show for it. So, yeah.
0: (laughs) Well, let's give it a listen. Here's Faith Bobble with ugly things on the Brian Oak show. delicious uh faith i have a question for you you said you still intend yeah. to release that album if people want to stay up with what you're up to what is the best obviously since we're all locked at home unless we're here at the smart start mn studio and world headquarters the brian oak show uh, it, we're all stuck at home and we're all you know <clears throat> stationing in place or whatever the hell it's called where do people find out more about faith boblet and see your stuff
3: so, I mean, I have a website, which is just faithboblet.com, but really the social media is like where I'm letting out anger and information <laughs> more so. But, but, so but, uh, I'm like, on Twitter.
0: Like, don't, don't judge yourself too harshly. You, don't you feel like that's what we're all doing? Like we're all angry and frustrated and and pacing the room like caged animals. Like That's kind of what's happening now. Yes.
3: Yes, exactly. So, yeah, I feel like each. And I think, this, I don't know, I feel like some people, not to go on a tangent, but some people kind of have, like, their thought-out messaging as artists, like, on every single stream of social media right. possible or every channel. But I feel like I have kind of mini-brands <laughs> within my each each little option. So, like, Twitter is basically my... I try out my humor, and then Facebook is just kind of the leftovers so okay
0: (laughs) that's what I mean is like you know like what's your your preferred options all I wanted for a second there because you were out in uh, inner zone you you sounded like you were in the matrix for a minute there (laughs) with the the vibrations that were happening so Twitter is the number one spot and what is your Twitter handle
3: it is just at faith matrix
0: Again, we lost you in the Matrix, so I'm going to assume it's at Faith Boblet with two T's at the end of Boblet.
3: Oh, gosh, yes. Is that better? I'm so sorry. Matrix.
0: Much better. It's no, and happening. again, you can't You can't be blamed for the Matrix. We're all under <laughs> alien robot control. So, I mean, that's just how it works sometimes. <laughs> Before we continue with Faith I, uh, Faith, I do have to talk to uh, my business partner, my friend, and also yeah. sponsor the show, Sean Bernard. Sean, you are a realtor, which in this day and age sounds so weird because people, they have a hard time even stepping on their porch without a mask on and just slathered in a Body covered with some sort of disinfectant, but you're still showing houses. You're still selling houses. You're actually busy right now. I'm actually an essential
1: worker. I never thought in my lifetime, because I worked in radio for years, that I'd ever be an essential worker. I don't
0: think I've ever been an essential anything. Yeah, well, I think it's <laughs> it's debatable. Didn't mean to make it about me. Yeah, houses
1: anyway. are still they're still selling. I've got a listing that starts tomorrow. A condo over in Minnetonka, and then I just uh, showed a. A beautiful home on Medicine Lake today that's a rental, and I wish I could live there myself. Because with all the isolation and everything else, to be able to jump on a boat and whip around the lake would not
0: be the worst thing in the world right now. Or even jump into an icy cold lake. Being a lifelong Minnesotan, I know that feeling, and I love that feeling, even when it's a little too early in the season. Oh, man, with all the money you're making off the Brian Oak Show, how can you not afford that home?
1: It's kind of crazy, isn't it? (laughs) So the best way to the best way to get a hold of me is just to call 612-859-2594 that's 612-859-2594. You can also text me. I will actually take a text and then a portion of every sale goes to the Warming House which is on 40th and Bryant in the basement of uh Farmstead Bike Shop. Uh, they are still open. I think for repairs, you just gotta schedule things in advance and then drop off your bike and they'll they'll fix it for you. Um, but but I'm actually even though they're not open right now, I'm still doing the donation and then everybody still gets a one year membership for two that we will make uh, proactive to, for when they. Open up again. Sure. Does that make sense? It does. I mean, okay.
0: I just, I, it, it, fills my heart with warmth to think what it's going to be like to be able to go back onto shows, to that's be what able I miss. to be yeah. around people, to be able to. Well, like I is if someone's a guest on this show and I've never seen them live before, I, I do, I feel conspicuous. And faith, I promise you, when life gets back to normal, whether that's in a month, whether that's in twenty twenty two. I'm coming out to see you because I like your music very much and I like the place you come Thanks. from I'm sorry that you came from a spot of a heavy breakup and had to write a breakup album when when are we getting it give me a rough idea of when we're getting that record
3: um well first of all in my matrixy right now
0: no, no you're fine. better no you sound really good
3: oh okay good good I, I just it was a little matrixy on my side so I was like oh no um, <laughs> I'm <laughs> I was thinking originally like end of May, um, but I might space it out a little more. My sister and I are trying with the idea of doing like a video, like a very (laughs) hilarious video up here with limited resources of probably, I don't know, like mid to late June at the latest, I would think. Summer for sure.
0: Okay. Well, that sounds good. Um, Faith, before I let you go, because we do have to wrap up here fairly quickly. um, you know, you grew up in a musical household. Obviously, music was around all the time. At what point did you decide that, you know what? My parents are dirty hippies. I'd like to be one too. <laughs> and I say that I say that with no, I say that with nothing but great love. You know what I mean? But I mean like oh when when did you decide? I mean, obviously music is amazing. Like I tried to pick up a guitar a couple times. I tried to do a couple things. I'm like I don't have the aptitude for this, but I wanted to be around music my whole life and I've been lucky enough to be able to, but you decided to make it and actually were good at it. When did that start to happen?
3: I think, I mean, I started writing my own music when I was 13, just moving up here and being in the middle of nowhere. I mean, it was very boring and I didn't have a great appreciation for camping or being outside. (laughs) So I just started writing and, and yeah, I guess it kind of just went from there.
0: If And the last thing I'll ask you here, because to me, this is important. It's part of the whole checking in series. You know, when we talk about Busters on 28th being a sponsor, when we talk about mm-hmm. small businesses on the far side of this, again, maybe in a month and a half, we're cool. We're in the clear, but I doubt it. You know, this, this is probably going to be a while the way that we're all doing this right. thing and while we're doing checking in. So I'm trying to find the uh, the, know, be- the-, the best way to uh, help support small businesses but also we talk to a lot of musicians how can people support you i know that you have the comfort of family and you're up there right now but this is still something you want to do you want to have a record out you want to you talked about limited resources so many people are facing that what is the best way that a fan can support you right now
3: okay best way to support me I mean, my music's all on Bandcamp. If you, you know, want to support, that's awesome. I haven't really been doing very many live shows, um, like, on Facebook or anything. But if I do, I
2: also
3: Mo nice. and PayPal. Um, but honestly, for me, like, I am okay right now. And I would love it to, like, see people. Like, if you have an extra five bucks, like, throw it at a food shelf. Throw it at, like, Open Arms. Something like that, or or go buy a gift card from Buster's, or like my favorite restaurant ever, Tracy's. Like I want people to, to spread the love, you know.
0: <laughs> well, and that's cool. And you know what? That is one of the most. Oh, am I ever going to make it through a show without crying, Sean?
1: Maybe not. God damn it! <laughs> um, I
0: just—it's such a generous way to approach things and to be. And if you are okay right now. Help those people around you who are not as okay. Uh, Faith, we have to cut this, but you have been delightful, and I cannot wait until after this is all over. Do you promise that one day when you're not in... What city are you in? Outing. Outing, Minnesota, uh, and you're back here in the cities. that you will come by and do this live with us? No? I guess that's a no. Okay, well... (laughs) Fine. We might have just lost her. Fine. I think I think we lost her. In any event, uh, she was wonderful, and we're gonna hear another one of her songs right now called All in Our Heads.
2: Is it strange to hear words and in an empty room? Is it hard when the weekends end for you too? Cause I-
0: turns out that she is as interesting and insightful and thoughtful and sensitive as her songs would indicate. Faith Boblet, that is B-O-B-L-E-T-T, faithboblett.com, if you'd like to follow her on Bandcamp or on Twitter. Again, she said the social media is not really her jam these days, but anything we can do to support local musicians in this time. Although, as she even said, you know what, Throw $5 at a food bank before you buy my music, which is amazing.
1: That was so cool. You asked the question, how can we support you? And it was so cool to hear her turn around and say, Go support a local food bank. That's how you can support me. I mean, I just thought that was so cool.
0: Well, she has food to eat and she has a place to stay and she can show with her family, which is cool that, you know, know I'm not trying to paint her with privilege, but her being generous enough to be like, nope, you know what? These people need it more than I do. Um, It's an important part of where we are. It's the Brian Oak Show, episode 50. Thank you very much for tuning in. Sean, thank you very much. I do want to give a quick thank you to Audio Quip. Dot com, Audio equipment is what they do. So they're called audio quip and you can go do that at that.com. Now, obviously we're social distancing and you know, Ted talks are on the down low right now. Not a, not a whole, not a whole <laughs> lot of Ted talks, not a whole lot of live performances, but these are people who that's what they do and you should check them out and you should let them know that their support of the Brian Oak show is important. If you care at all about this show, um, I'm very surprised they haven't come and taken all this stuff away from us. They're such good guys.
1: They really They're are. Nate and Topher and Patrick and Corn Pop. Sorry. I just, <laughs> Corn Pop? I just loved it that Joe Biden had the friend when he's grown up. Corn pop. <laughs> pop. He was trying to relate to black people, so he said. Oh, I had a
0: friend, Corn Pop. <laughs> that, corn Pop. That was a black hey, so.
1: okay, that,
0: was, Joe. That, was, that was his black friend. Yeah. Yeah. Well, luckily Joe. Luckily, that's the guy that's gonna lose to Trump in November. Oh. Uh anyway, I, I don't want to go there right now. We're not doing that. We're wrapping this show up. Um <laughs> Corn Pop. <laughs> I'm
1: start I have to say one more thing. I know I'm you wanna wrap up the show. I have pop. to say this. This came to me that COVID nineteen this whole lockdown thing feels like it never happened to me, and I know you were kind of a do-gooder like I was when you were a kid. I was. But Total straight But I arrow. once heard my mom or my dad scream at one of my sisters, you are grounded indefinitely. I remember thinking, that's a indefinitely? Like, you don't know when you're going to be able to leave the house again? That's what this kind of feels like right now, because I keep thinking they're just going to extend the stay at home time.
0: You know, I, I'm trying to be glass half full guy, but I'm also being realistic. Let's not all die of a virus that we don't have a vaccine for guy. And, you know, I remember it was almost a month ago that I told my wife who is a teacher and she's doing the distance learning thing. She's at home. And one day I said to her, well, you realize you're not going back to school this year. And she burst into tears, and she took it very personally. <laughs> I don't mean the laugh. No, but no, 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 I, like really, you didn't, but, but, hadn't thought that was a possibility. But, but same thing. like, I mean, like because no, nobody knows what the next month, two months, half year looks like. And I wasn't trying to be mean or punitive, but I was like, you realize you're not going back to school this year. And it hit her so hard. And now, as she's starting to do the distance learning thing every day and realizing that that's probably the case, you know, we're all, it, it's becoming more sombering and more sobering and more definitive every day. Now, again, we don't know. Maybe, by the way, next week we're going to be talking to somebody from the Mayo about what they're doing for testing. Yes. it's uh, We're also going to be talking to Andy Falcus. Mm, more on that to come. Um, but we are, uh, so again, by Sunday... Our situation will look different than it looks like today on Thursday, which is when we're recording. Nobody knows. And so fingers crossed, but also patience. Please patience.
1: I'm going to correct you on one thing. I'm the glass half full guy.
0: You're the guy who says, who the fuck drank half my whiskey? That's fair. That's completely fair. His name is Sean Bernard. My name is Brian Oak. Thanks for tuning, listening to episode 50. 50. 50. 50. Sheesh, bitches. <laughs> of the Brian Oak Show. Uh, we're gonna leave with a song that I know matters both to Sean and to me. and I, I, I thanks are due to our dear friend Tim Mahoney. You go back a little further with him than I do, but I've known him for a long time. He donated a piece of art to the Brian Oak Studios that is the size of a small panel van it's it's freakish (laughs) it's gigantic but it's a reproduction of the cover of the 1984 replacements classic let it be and it's it's really good and it 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 almost smells like south minneapolis so i really like it very very much and um do we have anything else to cover can we get out of here no let's go all right let's get out of here here's the replacements i will dare thanks for tuning into the brian oak show